Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Slow Bro Speaks. I'm John and this is This is Travis. Hey everybody, so here we go. It's another show. And today's topic is what again, Travis? We are doing Who Wins in This Battle, the Ultimate Showdown, Monsters, Aliens, Robots, Humans, you name it. Awesome. So starting us out nice and hot. Uh the the best one combining all three. Pacific Rim. Yes, that was actually my uh, whole basis for this idea. Oh, it was? Love that movie so much. So, humans and two giant robots for, uh, what's it called? The mental thing they got to do? The step? They got to stay in step? The, um... There's some sort of mental leak that they got to have. Yeah, it's a link. And they get in giant robots and they just beat the shit out of the kaiju. Yes. So, who is your uh, who's your who's your favorite in robot Pacific. in Pacific Rim? Um, honestly, I always thought the the Russian people were badasses. Mm-hmm. They were just cool as hell. And then, um, obviously, uh, Idris Elba at the very end, his speech—I mean, it was just probably one of the coolest things I've heard. But which which uh which um Don, what are the robots called again? I don't know. Uh mechs? No. No, they're the um Jesus, what are they called? Because I'm thinking Titanfall now. Yeah, it's not that it's like going completely brain dead on this. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. It's That's uh it. Let's see. They Jaeger. are Jaegers. Jaegers. That's right. Okay, so who's your favorite Jaeger? Um, Gypsy Dawn, the main one. Is it? Was it Gypsy Dawn? It was Gypsy. Gypsy something. Gypsy, Gypsy Danger. Gypsy Danger. Yes. It was around like clear power. Had like that cool reactor in the middle of it. Yeah, it's Gypsy Gypsy Danger. Yes. See, I like Crimson Typhoon. Was Crimson Typhoon the Russian one, or was it yeah, the, Crimson, uh... Crimson Typhoon is the Russian one, but then the one from uh, from number two is uh, that I like is Guardian Bravo. Yeah, I just want to know who came up with these names. Honestly, it sounds like you know they were just sitting around throwing you know darts at a random words on a board, and they're like, "Yep, that's." I mean, it. I'm I'm looking at them right now, and it's. Guardian Bravo, Titan Redeemer, Gypsy Avenger, November Ajax, Valor Omega. Man, those are cool names. You can't say Saber of No, they're they're awesome. Right? That's just those are cool. The um I, I don't like the idea that you gotta have two people to be able to power one of these things, though. That that kind of threw me off. Well, I like their explanation on it, and it made a lot of sense scientifically, in my, at least in my point. No, of view. I agree. I, I agree. I just think the idea of growing up in Mobile Suit Gundam and seeing that one yeah. person could do it, and then you're saying, "Oh no, there's two people that need to do this." I'm like, "Uh, not necessarily." Right. I get it. Like, but like I said, it, it's scientifically how they put it in Pacific Rim. It just makes sense because it would be a lot. On one person's body to do all that, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I get that. Talk about the 
Um, speaking of Gundams, though, have you seen the heard about the Gundam live action movie that they're coming out with? Yes. I am I so pumped. Do what? I think I'm the one who told you about that. Did you? Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. you were on a, on a previous show. Yes. And that is so awesome. Like, I cannot wait. I hope it is as awesome as the cartoon was. I hope so, too, because, like, uh, what was it, the Waltz movie? Uh, mm-hmm. Star Waltz or something? Anyway, yeah. I remember watching those growing up thinking, oh, this is so badass. Yes, it was so intense. And then, if you have you seen Ready? Have you seen Ready Player One? No, I want to rent it. I'm probably going to rent it this weekend and watch it now that it's out. Everybody keeps telling me how awesome it was. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot all about my girlfriend when I watched it. <laughs> we were sitting there in theaters, and I, I just totally forgot that she was even even with me. I didn't care. It was every, literally you see everything in your childhood, and you get to watch a Gundam go ham on Mechagodzilla. It's pretty badass. That's not bad. I really watched that movie. So another, you know, verging out of here, you know, you got humans versus aliens. So, I mean, obviously that covers things like Star Wars, Alien versus Predator, um, alien movies. Uh, I mean, hell, I mean, you can even do Chronicles of Riddick, kind of. Yeah. Well, because, you know, there's always the human aspect in those movies where, you know, it's always the human against things, but the one thing that they don't really touch point is the humans don't always win. Nope. You know, and you always think of that because you want to think, you know, the humans equal the good guys who are going to go through. But if you watch, like, Prometheus, like, the humans all died. Actually, I haven't seen Prometheus yet, now that I think about it. Really? No, 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 I haven't. That wasn't the pre... What was that the precursor to? That was a precursor yeah. movie, right? Yeah, it was the prequel to Alien. Well, and I know what I'll be watching tonight. Yeah, there was Alien Covenant, which wasn't nearly as good. Like, it had its moments where it was decent. That's the sequel to Prometheus. But I actually really enjoyed Prometheus, no matter how much people look kind of shit on it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it had a good story to it. I will have to watch it and get yeah. back with you on that. Yes. But how do you feel about uh, things in video games like Titanfall or... Um, I mean, Monsters vs. Aliens from the Disney theaters. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always that interesting thought because if you think about, like, in those types of situations, the humans have to build, like, machines. They have to build their own robots and their own suits and whatnot just to combat these things. So, I mean, that just automatically gives a huge edge to the aliens. That's true because they're normally normally super-powered as hell. Kind of like the, the, what was the crawl? You know, all those, they're always in some sort of exosuit that gives them that, you know, extra abilities just to do something with. Now, have you ever played Titanfall? I have played Titanfall. I only played it for a minute. Like, I played it, I think, in a store. Because um, I don't have Xbox. And, um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I wish I could play it more. I think if you, if you get the opportunity, Titanfall 2 is definitely the... Um the better of the two games as far as campaign goes. Right. Um, it's, it's definitely a tear-jerking story. Yeah. Um, I, I cry with the, the, the um, AI that is inside your exosuit, um, inside your Titan, is called BT. And uh, BT, it, I'm not going to lie, I cried. <laughs> and I, I rarely cry over things. Sure. 
that okay that's a lot i cry over everything beautiful things soft things cuddly things i mean that's okay yeah i'm a grown man that's right (laughs) um Another thing that I like seeing is, uh, you know, movie. I like seeing like the Alien versus Predator movies or the Arnold Schwarzenegger Predator movies. Yes. Um, watching him, watching Arnold Schwarzenegger go ham on this super advanced tech alien right. and somehow example. killing him. Right. That's a good example of somebody not needing, you know, that extra enhancement of some sort. It was just him basically going gorilla in the jungle against an, you know, a giant alien. And whooping its ass. The um, a movie that I really want to see is Rocky Five in space, where Rocky takes on the Internet Intergalactical Champion. I would watch that. I would. I don't think it'd be good, but I'd watch it. Actually, I don't know. I feel like he. I feel like Stallone could pull that off. Yeah, you think so? I think he could. I, I would watch that. How do you feel about um things like The Fifth Element? Did you ever see that? Well, Yes, love the fifth element. Mila Jovovich and Bruce Willis. Yes, I'm a human popsicle. Yes, and um, one of the best bad guys ever. Who who was the actor that portrayed that guy? The one that it looked like chocolate syrup was coming out of his head. It's supposed to be blood, but it looks like chocolate syrup. Yeah, it was Gary Oldman. Oh, that was Gary Oldman. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't really notice it, but it's it's him. He's phenomenal in it. Another good movie of humans versus aliens, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. So, out of the two that have happened so far, who, what, which one is your favorite? Oh, that's tough, but I like the second one a little bit better because it's more intense and you already know everybody, so you don't have to do a lot of introductions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's got more story. Whereas the first one, it was more like there are all these crazy guys who come together to save the galaxy. See, I like the second. I like the second one because he's already established. He knows what he's doing, and but I think the best opening goes to number one, though. Yeah, I mean the first one, no doubt, was just phenomenal i mean everything from the beginning you know where he's dancing you know to come and get your love oh yeah you know every minute of that like of the movie it just comes together it was really a surprise movie that you know turned out to be one of the best marvel movies that happened well you know um speaking of uh chris pratt Mm -hmm. he was on parks and rec yeah as i think uh, i think his character was andy dwyer Yep. So Andy Chris was was overweight for the part. Yes. But he dropped like sixty five pounds in like six months, and then gained it back in solid muscle. Right. For, <laughs> to be Star Lord. Yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of cool, and I mean immense dedication, and I think he pulled off a great Star Lord. I couldn't picture anybody else in the role. I thought uh, I thought alien wise, I thought Steve Batista or David, shit. I always get his name wrong. I always wanted to say his name is Steve. No. But I didn't like him as... uh, Why am I... Whatever the alien name is. Drax? Yeah, Drax. Drax the Destroyer. um, I liked him in the Iron Fist movie. That was kind of fun. But, you know, I just... I hate putting people... It's just a personal preference. I hate putting famous people 
in roles that like I get recasting people to give them right. a different different thing, like you know you did with Ryan Reynolds, Batman, stuff like Superman. Mm. Uh, even Chris Evans as Captain America because he was Johnny Storm. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that don't count. But I hate seeing somebody who's so internationally famous. You know, which I mean, kudos to him from going from wrestling to an to a successful acting career. Right. But I would much rather see him in, I don't know, some sort of support roles, cameos, stuff like that, mm-hmm. or, or like a TV show more than I would rather see him as an established, you know, MCU or DCU character. I don't know. I honestly disagree. I think he is just a, you know, a jewel with that because like there are just times where he's ad-lib stuff like the whole thing in the Infinity War, the, you know, where's the Gamora? I'll do you one better. Who is the Gamora? And he and he is, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? That was him. Like he just came up with it and then they left it in cuz everybody thought it was hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah, he made that up. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, and like the part in the second Guardians of the Galaxy where um, Mantis gets hit with the asteroid thing while they're all on the planet and doing like that serious like the spin around Avengers type thing, and he's like, Mantis, look out! Like that was him. Oh man, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't realize he improved all that. Yeah, he improvs a lot of his stuff. And it's just gold. Like, they pretty much just let him do whatever now because he knows, like, what he's doing. Well, then, you know, I could be swayed to change my mind, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm a pro wrestling fan. I admit it. And I, you know, I grew up watching him. And then when he transferred over, I was one of those people, too, that was like, no, okay, you know, it worked with The Rock. But, you know, let's just, you know, stop with this crossover stuff but he honestly really surprised me with some of his stuff um blade runner he was in and he actually does wait the 2049 one yeah okay i haven't seen that movie either it's not my favorite movie like it's not bad but he does a spot like he only has a small cameo in it but he does really really well he has a good monologue with it and it's definitely worth checking out The, um, I'll have to look it up on my fire stick. That's the glory of, of having a jailbroken fire stick is I can look up it just about anything. Right. Um, do you know, speaking of actors that improv stuff, um, or just, you know, voice, voice actors in general, uh, and the MCU, did you know that, uh, Vin Diesel learned to say, I am Groot in 15 languages for the movie, depending yeah, he, on what. He's on, there's a video of him on YouTube. I think he's on like, uh, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. He's on the tonight show. Yeah, and he's doing all the different, uh, you know, all the different languages for I Am Groot. It's ridiculous. I can't believe that that he did that. That's, that's, that's I think that's admirable. Yeah, you know, not not to be like, here's a subtitle of I Am Groot. Not not that that's a major major line in the movie, but I mean, it's iconic to his character. Right, and I mean. To be able to, I mean, it would be just that easy, like you said, just to, you know, subtitle it and every, you know, type of thing. But the fact that he took the time to learn all of that, it's, that's impressive. That is, it really is. Um, one of the things that I enjoy most about uh, alien, ver- alien versus uh, humans is 
you know, the really, the huge speeches that we get with all these movies, there's always some really invigorating speech. And every time, every, almost every movie seems to nail like that patriotism thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Independence Day, there was the acting president who talks about, you know, this is where the world, you know, reenacts our freedom, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, you know, then they go, they go kick alien ass, which never really should have happened. Right. But, I mean, it's cool to watch. It is. And then, um, you know, or just like you said with Idris Elba with, uh, in Pacific Rim, the first one. Yeah, his speech in there was just awesome. You know, you have all these major speeches, and I, it just every time just hits you right at home. Oh, yeah. And people can say they're cheesy and ridiculous and stuff, but there's always that one moment in those movies where you're just like, this is badass, and that's why people watch them. Right, right. Like, I don't think Pacific Rim was like a like a huge blockbuster type movie where it was be all end all. This is what it means to be human and fight for fight for humanity. I don't think it was. I don't think Pacific Rim two was, but I will always go watch giant robots beating the crap out of monsters every time. I was always under the impression that you can't go wrong with that. You know, giant robots fighting anything. I mean, that's just awesome. Until I watched, you know, Transformers. But yeah, that was those kind of started to diminish after a while. The first one was very, very awesome. The second one was garbage. The third one was actually not horrible. But after that, it's just they need to stop with this. Well, I like the Dinobots. I like that they brought the Dinobots back. I think they got a little, I think they followed it good with the whole, um, uh, I think they followed it good with like how the evolution of we're humans. Cause I mean, that's what we do. We were all throughout history. Humans have reverse engineered things that we didn't understand in order to make either make something better or to make something new. Right. Um, like we had the radio, Japan took the radio and uh, reverse engineered it. And now they're one of the most, you know, world leading electronics manufacturers. Right. But what it comes, what I'm talking about though, is when it comes to doing stuff like this, is um holy crap i lost my train of thought what was i talking about uh I, you kind of drifted off there so i don't know the um but re, re uh reverse engineering no just right before that yeah you, you, I think you oh my god <laughs> I was like, uh like okay i follow you and then nothing <laughs> i'm so sorry people at home it happens. Brain fart. Yeah, just huge brain farts. The um, you know what? We'll just skip to a new topic. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, who's the guy that just created the flamethrowers for sale? They're five hundred bucks. Elon Musk. Yes, thank you. Smartest man in the world. Well, I think he should run. I would I would vote him to run the treasury. Yeah, but besides that, would you buy would you buy one of his flamethrowers? Yeah, I don't care who made it. I would buy a flamethrower in a heartbeat. Uh, I would care who made it because if I pull the trigger and it explodes and I burn alive, that's not right. really ideal. Actually, on the side of it, I'm probably not going to buy it. But you know, knowing it came from him, I would trust it. I thought about it. I thought they looked cool. I think they look cool too, but I, I don't know if in Tennessee if I can legally own a flamethrower. 
I would look into the laws, but I'm guessing probably not. I'm going to go with, I don't know if that's an assault weapon or not, but I would totally keep one for space. Right. I would say I was keeping it in case I get attacked by a bear. Because you never know. There is, I got to find it. Um, I'm looking up uh, the... The military is looking at a plasma coil gun. Really? Yeah. I saw it on military.com. So are we just like preparing for an alien attack? Or... Well, well, okay. So think of it like this. So first off, M4s don't really have any, have any impact outside right. of the atmosphere. Because they rely on combustion, gravity, to, and stuff like that in order to produce a linear trajectory. So, you know, going in, in if we're creating a space force, which we are, yeah, sure. there, are th- there are asteroids and stuff like that, and there might, be, there might be life. There might be intelligent life. You can't use a normal firearm outside. There's no gravity. Right. So you'd shoot it, it'd come out, you'd fly backwards, and then that's about it. Right. It, nothing's going to happen. So you need something that is lighter that can shoot, and so that's what the military is trying to develop. What did even what did gun even fire? <clears throat> no, uh, it's a um. I'm looking for it right now, but it's it's a plasma coil gun. Okay. I'm just thinking if we get attacked by some sort of advanced civilization that's final found a way to get here from wherever. I don't know if no matter what we do at this point, we're probably pretty well screwed. Um, I mean, it's not going to be like Independence Day where we can just say, you know what, we're going to upload a computer virus because fuck you. We can't count on Jeff Goldblum forever. That, that is not true. I will count on Jeff Goldblum forever and ever. I mean, one day he is tragically going to pass away and I... I pray that's not for many, many, many years because he is a national treasure. But, you know, if we get attacked, I don't know. I just, I'm worried that he won't be able to come up with that computer virus in time. <laughs> and then Will Smith, he hasn't made an action movie in how long. He's going to be still out of practice. Like, what are we going to do here? Well, what are we going to do without the, the drunk guy that uh, from the Independence movie? The Maybe one that quick. sprayed the cops. Or yeah. props. Not Dennis Quaid. Yeah. He actually became that that character in real life. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What's another... Uh, trying to think. Because the only, the only other things that I could think of when it comes to like humans and aliens or humans and monsters, I mean, you run stuff like Dungeons and Dragons, and then for humans and aliens, there's, you know, obviously, like I said before, there's Star Wars and all the different races, and you have Nice of the Old Republic, but I mean, based on the technology that we currently have, I, I think inside our atmosphere, I really think that we could uh, make a good run for our money. You think so? I, I think if we come down, I can't imagine, except for maybe like a force field shield that would stop like a moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. So my first instinct is to hit somebody. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm looking it up right now because I don't remember what it was called. It was on TNT. It had Noah Wiley in it, and 
Falling Skies. That's what it was. Oh yeah, that show. That show was really good. It wasn't bad. I did enjoy it. But I feel like if something happened where an alien invasion came through, that's most likely going to be the outcome. Like, the aliens are going to come through, just kick the snot out of us in, like, a half hour, and then there's going to be resistance teams for the next, like, 30 years trying to figure out how to stop them. See, I think... I don't know if it would take 30 years, but I'm kind of in agreement. I think it would more more or less be along the movies of the movie Skyline. Yes. It, I, ideally, realistically, I mean, Skyline was an awful movie. Yeah, that was horrible. But it was definitely, I think, the most realistic. Mm-hmm. Either that or something like District 9. Yes. Which, I don't know if that would necessarily work out either, because, especially with all the immigration crap that's going on today, you know, regardless of where people stand on it, you know, District 9 would very much be where it would go, and it would be that kind of problem. Right. Either that or something like War of the Worlds. Yeah. But again, we can't count on Tom Cruise to sneeze on all the aliens and give them a cold. Okay, you know what? Tom Cruise has saved the world from Mission Impossible to War of the Worlds to uh, what else is he? God? What else is he? what was that one that was Live Die Repeat? Oh God, yeah. Uh, was that Jack Reacher? No, that was Edge of Tomorrow. Jack Edge Reacher was the detective in the military, and but he was in he was in Jack Reacher, right? Yeah. So you know, I mean, worst case scenario, one thing I've learned is that we have a, a team of Jeff Goldblum, uh, Tom Cruise, Will Smith, Chris Pratt, I guess. And you know what? For shits and giggles, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Because, I mean, why not have an Asgardian? You know what? I'm going to go out here and say this, and I know people are probably going to, you know, hate me. And again, Randy Couture, I'm sorry. But um, I feel like in this kind of situation, uh, Chris Hemsworth, He's going to be kind of a bitch. Oh, you think so? I do. And if you watch Red Dawn remake, you'll understand why. You know, I I saw that years ago and Mm -hmm. then never watched it again. Exactly. That's what I (laughs) I don't remember why I never watched it again, but I never watched it again. Because it was horrible. We, um... I think that... Where what where do you think that if humanity had to put up a last stand, where would it be? I think it would be space. Humanity's last stand would be space, so like we lost space and that's it, we're done. Yeah, honestly, I think well, I think like they would come to Earth and we could hold them off off Earth for a while, but eventually it's gonna come down to we need to go up into space, face the aliens like in space and like this epic space battle. Right. And either we're going to have the technology and we're going to win and it's going to be awesome. Or mm-hmm. we're going to go out there and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, guess what? And they're going to shoot like a proton torpedo at us and we're dead. See, I think we could. Uh, I think I don't know if we could defend well from space because we're just now getting. I mean, we've been out there since what, the 60s? Yeah. OK, so we're still we're going on 50 years of space time. Right. Of, of being out in the in the outer space, which is not long. 
No, 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 not at all. But we're not really, uh, to my knowledge, I don't know that we have any actual weapons. Like, I'm sure we have missiles up there somewhere, but nothing that is like a defense network for things on the facing that are coming to us. Right. But we get to that point, like, I assume that this whole space thing that Donald Trump is coming up with, it's going to be inactive. It's at least in the, you know, beginning stages. So if we get attacked, they're going to like up the research on that. And I feel like at some point that's going to be like the thing that's either going to save us or basically we're at the end of that. We're just going to be like, you know what? We're done. I think we, I see, I'm going to disagree. I really do think that we, if they touch down, I think we can put up a hell of a fight. But I also think that it would take the, it would take all the nations of the world to kind of like an independence day moment. We'd all have to be like, Okay, we're tabling everything. Yeah, every, all the countries have to come together. Otherwise, we might as well just give up because... Exactly. You know, we need everything. We need everybody's dukes. We need, you know, you know North Korea. You know, Kim Jong-un's going to sit there and go, you're not going to fool me. I know this is a trick. You're not getting my nukes. Hey, uh, speaking of Kim Jong-un, I saw a thing on Facebook today and it had, it had him laughing with it, people of his military. Mm. And it said, a day without laughter is a day without living. Hashtag Kimspirations. Wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I saved it and shared it with my friends. That's fantastic. With some of my battle buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, aliens, when it comes to, uh, or monsters, I mean, I think, I think there's no, obviously no chance in hell. I think, I think movies have proven time and time and time and time and time again, uh, outside of things like, horror movies where only like one person survives or whatever. But I think generally the general consensus is either they're going to look like Mike and Sully from Monsters Inc. Right. Or, or we're just going to go ham on them and just take them out. I I, I mean, you see like the last witch hunter with Vin Diesel. Uh, What's another good monster movie? I I, I just keep thinking of Disney movies where I'm like hotel Transylvania. Um, Yeah. Or they're noble creatures like Dracula untold. Or he did it for love, and he goes out and takes out his enemies and just, like, lives a life of solitude. Yeah, but in those instances, the monsters are going to win because they're badasses. They can't really do much with Right. Now, um, one thing that I, I think is, is worth noting here is uh, there was – do you ever um, – you know who Quentin Tarantino is? Obviously, yeah. Okay, well, I've said it to some people, and they have no idea who that is. Wow, not talking to those people. I know. The uneducated plebeians. If you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, you are a bad person. Anyway, he he got behind a show called uh, The Strain. Have you ever watched it? Yes. I've seen an episode of it. I don't have cable, so I didn't get a chance to follow it, but I saw an episode. I really enjoyed it. Well, the, um, the basis of the show is that there is a old legend back out of, I think it's the Ukraine or whatever, and it's they're called the Strigori. Yeah. And um, eventually what happens is this epidemiologist uh, who, for those of you who don't know that is, studies the, stu- it's the study of epidemics for viruses and stuff. And they bring back this coffin with this weird sand with these little weird white worms. And basically it's worms that turn people into vampires. So it's more of a biological component than magic bite juice Right. 
And um, the whole show goes on for a very long time. It's very, very addicting. You'll, you'll sit at home and binge watch it and forget about the rest of your life usually. Those um, are the best. Yeah, yeah, if you're into that kind of if you're into binge watching and what ends up happening is they end up the whole city gets shut down in new york and they're they're divided into the boroughs and slowly but surely they make the fight back and i I actually haven't finished it yet i'm I'm still watching it but it is a very good show now do i think something monster wise like that could be possible i mean it makes it makes a good argument i mean it's a different way of looking at it it's kind of like the hercules story now, you know, there is there is a kind of like a different it was a different side of things. Now, granted, these aren't made up like the Hercules stories as far as uh, in the movies for for the Hercules with the rock. It was, you know, a whole team together making these fake things look real. Right. This, I mean, this is an actual bio, an actual biological component that turns these people into these monsters. Right. Um, so. I could I could totally see possibly something like that happening. That's less of a stretch than, you know, some random guy that's been dead for thousands of years. Oh, yeah, I agree. And honestly, that's been, like, most people uh, have come up with that. It's going to be, like, the downfall of some sort of virus that we create that comes out there and, you know, not necessarily turn people into zombies or vampires or anything, but it's going to be something that is going to be the downfall of society. Right. The other one that um that I thought was kind of cool that I, I that I wish that we could find out is something similar to uh have you seen the movie Life? Yes. The, that is like the pre it's like the precursor of the Venom movie or something like it's it's oh. meant to be it introduces symbiotes. Is it connected to the Venom movie, though? I, I no, it, it it was supposed like it was unofficially supposed to be connected to it because they wanted to, they were testing out the symbiote kind of right. gig, but oh, it's okay. not it's not directly linked to it. Gotcha. Okay. But I think something like that is definitely plausible that there's some sort of alien bacteria mm. or virus that could do something. I a hundred percent I will absolutely believe something like that because we have random viruses now that are dethawing in permafrost. Right. Haven't been seen for a millennia. Right. There's stuff at the CDC that if they ever, you know, got out into the air, like we would be done. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I personally have a child of my own and I love my son very much and I wish no harm to him. But generally there's a bunch of the earth that, that we could with due to overpopulation reasons. I kind of agree with Thanos that like half the population could just disappear. Right. And I'd be okay with it. Even if you're one of those people? If I was one of those people, like it would, it would suck because you know, I, I, I'm, I'm still a pretty young guy, but right. I would much rather leave the world to my child than let me have, I, I mean, I've had a good 29 years, but I'd like to see more. Yeah. But I'd also like it not to be, you know, a screwed up planet for when he's older. True. I get that. So like, does it, would it suck? Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely have the Samuel L. Jackson, you know, react to it. If that's what actually happened, but I get it. So back to, but back to aliens now, since we're talking about, you know, since I talked about the whole, uh, half the population thing, 
So, Thanos, do you agree with him or disagree? I agree with what he was trying to do. Like, I get what he was, you know, I kind of sympathize because I understand, like, when they showed his backstory about his planet going, you know, too much, you know, overpopulation and going chaotic and, you know, falling. I get where he's coming from but with it. But right. at the same time, the links that he goes to do it, you know, what it's just one of those, was it like, like the little Gamora asked at the end, you know, what did it cost? And, you know, was it worth it? Cost and everything. That's where, right. And, you know, that's where you got to think, was it worth it at the end? And I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, if you think about it, he lost basically his daughter. Right. He, you know, he had to, he lost all of his children. Well, he, he kind of sucked as a dad. Yeah, he was a very bad father. But, I mean, he lost all of them. He still doesn't have a home planet because, I mean, they're still all dead. Because Titan's and, gone. Right. I mean, does that I mean, mean he's, on, he's on, wait, because isn't one of Jupiter's moons called Titan? What's that? One of, one of our, in our solar system. Uh-huh. One of the, the moons of Jupiter is called Titan. Yeah. Does that mean Thanos is from Jupiter? Kind of sounds like that, doesn't it? Does that mean he's a sailor scout? Yeah. So he's Sailor Jupiter? Wow. Theory, confir- sailor Theory confirmed. Wow. There we go. That's <laughs> mind is now. Somebody call Marvel. Kevin Feige, um, if you're listening, why is Sailor Jupiter trying to kill us all? Exactly. That's what I want to know. And he broke his shiny glove. Actually, speaking of shiny glove, I saw a thing that said when you have to... So somebody put the Infinity Gauntlet on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, dual damn thing, the wrist thing. Mm-hmm. It said when you have to send half the population to the Shadow Realm. I saw I think he posted I saw that. That was great. Um, one other thing that I want to talk about real quick, having to do with humans and aliens. Um, the, the James Gunn controversy. Yes. Okay. So back in the real world, James Gunn is the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Who recently, a bunch of people dug up some of his past tweets as recent as I think a I think a year ago. Was um, it a year ago? I th- a year or three years? Something. I, the recent ones were, were were fairly recent. The other ones were from like eight years ago. Okay. But anyway, um, so Disney has released James from his from his um empl- from their employee and severed their business ties with him. Yes. Over tweets joking from uh, peeing on an infant to I, I don't know what else. I just remember reading part of the article as far as the headline. Yeah, I didn't see any of the tweets, but I saw like they were pretty bad from what I was reading. So Dave Batista um, stood up for James Gunn and, and said, you know, hey, you know, I don't agree with this. He's a, he's a great guy, a good actor, which, you know, to a degree, I, I mean, I get it. We've all said something offensive at one right. time or another. We've all Everybody made. Said, if you come to me and say I've never made a joke at a, at another person's, you know, uh, dismay, or you know, I've never made you know a racist joke, I'm going to call you a liar. Exactly, because that is just not possible. And it doesn't matter who you are, what race you are, anything you you've done it. Don't right. Everybody said you know somebody somebody said ah look at that white guy look at that cracker you know. White people call white people crackers. Right. I call people crackers all the time. 
Um, do you ever look at white people and go, what the WTF white people and you two are also white people? I look at people I, every day at my job and I say, God, I hate white people sometimes. I just, you have to. <laughs> but what I'm getting at though is that, you know, he was, um, he was definitely, uh, released over some things that he said from years ago, years right. ago. And I think that is absolutely ridiculous that something that he said eight, seven years ago is affecting his ability to work on, a, to direct a movie of two blockbuster Marvel movies. Right. And you got to remember too, it's not just Dave Batista. He's been the most vocal about it, but the, like the entire cast was all like, really? This is ridiculous. He's, you know, helped build the Marvel. Right. So I, I mean, there's that. There's a petition right now that's over two hundred thousand signatures to get James Gunn rehired, and I, I really hope they listen to it because Disney has had its fair share of racist cartoons. Yes, that was actually one of the things I read. One of articles. It's like, you know, seriously, go back, Speedy Gonzalez. You know, I realize they took him off the the air and everything, but come on, you know, the um, it's. It, so, I, I I mean, I don't understand. It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Oh, yeah. You know, Walt Disney himself was known for being a just horrible fascist asshole. I mean, he seems so he, nice in the videos. He always does. So does Mr. Rogers, but I mean... Well, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers was a genuinely nice guy. Okay, he probably was, but Bob Ross is another one. Bob Ross convinced he was a serial killer. That he was just painting, so what, he's like painting his own, where he hid the bodies? Exactly. These are happy trees. Yes, because there's a body buried on the <laughs> The, um, uh, side note, following that train of thought, the army is looking into biodegradable bullets that leave, like, flowers. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was a, it was a funny article. I think I didn't read it. I just saw it, and uh, I'm hoping it's fake because I'm just imagining like you've got dead bodies down there, and then oh look at that! He's going to become a spruce, right? He's a tree now. He's a happy little tree. It's He's okay. a happy. Yeah, there we go. Blood makes the green grass grow. <laughs> but anyway, um, overall, I think when it comes down to it, I think humanity for the most part will have the upper hand. I think that they, if not, or not the upper hand, I think we have the will to fight and the will to come together to yes. take on whatever it is. Now, right. when it comes to aliens, I think, you know, could I see us making giant robots to do some damage? Hell yeah. I hope so. Um, can I see that? I see that more plausible than taking F, you know, fighter jets and just taking off and trying to take out some advanced technology. Right. Um, it, it's hard because you you think about all these movies and stuff, but when it actually happens, you know, you got to think too. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, we don't know what kind of aliens they're going to be. We don't know. You know, I'm guessing there's probably not this you know Area 51 base where we have aliens that we've been studying in case they happen to you know invade. You know, it's just it's one of those things like you. It's awesome to plan it, and it's awesome to think about it, and we get like the space force that happens and all that, and cool. But when right. it actually happens, we're not going to know what to do. I, I think, I think you're right. I think it's going to be one of those shocks. I think more, more, more or less, there's going to be 
terror. And there's going to be those people that are like, that were dancing on the skyscraper saying, you know, we want to meet you. Yeah. And And they're they're going to get themselves killed. Um, Or it's going to be like Mars attacks. Fantastic. I kind of hope it's like that because we can kill them with oldies music. That's, I mean, that's true, but I also don't want my head taken off and put on a dog. Yeah, that, that, that would be, well, I don't know. I'm no. undecided. A huge fan of opposable thumbs and driving a car. They do come in handy. And everything else. Everything else <laughs> that a human does. The only thing I enjoy about that I think I would enjoy about being a dog is the unending naps, which I almost take already. Right. Plus, you can pee on pretty much anything and get very well. Right. Exactly. You take a dog to a mall and he pees on something. They're like, oh, that's not okay. Clean it up. Whatever. If I go into a mall and pee on something, I'm going to get arrested. Actually, uh, so that reminds me of this. There was a, a guy that stripped naked uh, in a Planet Fitness this week yeah. uh, and, and, and talked about how he was like, I, before he got arrested, he was like, I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Did you picture Randy Marsh in that going, I thought this was America. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I was wrong. I thought this was America. I thought it was wrong. So rule my, my, my verdict on today's topic on humans versus aliens or, or humans versus monsters, I think uh, humans versus aliens, I think we could give up a pretty good fight and we might win. Uh, seeing as monsters definitely don't exist uh, as far as the, you know, the way the movies depict them. Uh, it's kind of a null and void thing. I think if it's something like the strain, though, I think we would uh, – people are stupid in mass, and so that means uh, we're probably going to get wiped out to very little numbers. I agree. If it's genetic, genetically engineered, there's nothing we're going to do because humans are dumb enough to put something that we have no cure for out there. Yep. And aliens, yeah, I mean, it, maybe we could, maybe we couldn't. It's one of those, it's what, you know, we'll see when it happens type thing. Like, we might be able to blow them up. Maybe they, you know, have the technology to get here, but they don't have the technology to, you know, put up a decent fight. We don't know. But it's hard to say. I think That's one uh, thing we could say, like, to post on our uh, Facebook page. Yeah, I would love to hear everybody's everybody's comments. Tell us what you think. If you think that, you know, we'd have to have some sort of intergalactic guardian, like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or the Green Lantern Corps. Jeff or Goldblum. Jeff Gold, half-naked Jeff Goldblum in leather laying on a park beach or a park bench. Yes. Um, I know it's very graphic, but it's meant to arouse the soul, like it does me. Um, you have no soul if you're not aroused by that. I know Jeff Goldblum is is, I mean, he's like avocado toast, good at any time of the day. Yes. The uh, but go to our Facebook, look it up. Uh, it's at Slobo Speaks. You can also find us on Twitter, Slobo Speaks. Bleh, I'm getting tongue tied. And. Drop us, a, drop us a like, a view, a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. You can follow us on all of your major Google or uh, podcasting uh, platforms, Apple, Google, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Take it. Enjoy it. We want to hear from you guys. And we, for the people that do listen to us currently, um, we do appreciate your unending support uh, to this podcast that we do every Love week. Um, and I know that I appreciate it. I know Travis appreciates it. 
And so please go follow us and uh, stay tuned for next week when we have a special guest. Anyway, I've been John. I'm Travis. Randy Couture, I'm sorry. Please don't fight me. And this is Slow Bro Speaks. Have a good night, guys.